I am looking forward to getting into this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not our first rodeo with uh, with Riders Tears. Right. My first experience with it was at your birthday party when uh, uh, was it Matt that gave it to you? Kyle. Kyle that gave it to mm-hmm. you. Okay. Why did I say Matt? Oh, I was thinking Sherwin Williams. One of my Sherwin Williams reps is named <laughs> Matt, and I had to get a hold of him earlier. And there are several writers' chairs uh, offerings. Right. I've seen uh, people posting those on the uh, on uh, I think whiskey the the whiskey guild. Yeah. Which is very cool, but I mean, we're not talking about the whiskey guild right now. We're talking about <laughs> writers' tears. The more specifically, the Marsala cask. That's right. And this is fucking delicious. So I'm really looking forward to getting back into this. What do you say we get started? Let's do it. Let's do it. Welcome, dear listener, to the Savor the Burn podcast. My name is Jonathan. Across the table from me is Mr. Writer's Tears, Marcella Cask himself, <laughs> W2. Hello, hello. Definitely, definitely excited to, about this one, as I said there in a the little preview, teaser, whatever you want to call it. Thank you for uh, <laughs> listening on your favorite podcast app of choice and uh, uh, hit and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we, uh, we've been having a lot of fun with this. Uh, we've, we're almost at the one-year mark, and uh, we're... We just—it feels like we're we're finally hitting our stride, mm-hmm. and uh, we're really starting to you know kick names and take ass. So um, you know, definitely keep uh, checking us out and following along. And um, thanks for stopping by the uh, Savor the Burn website, uh, checking out the shop and getting a few things from the uh, from our uh, affiliate links on uh, the Amazon links. And uh, we've we've only had one person uh, take advantage of the uh, the Flavier subscription, mm-hmm. but it is kind of pricey. Yeah. So I totally don't blame the average, you know, listener who's not fully fucking jazzed on uh, whiskeys and bourbons and scotches, you know, for running out there and putting down the the money on that. Hopefully, you guys had a good time checking out all of our um, our, our shorts and reels from last month's um, uh, advent calendar from Flavier. That was a lot of fun. That was so much fun. Yeah, especially right whiskey in the beginning. every day for a month. <laughs> <laughs> especially right at the beginning when we. Uh, we were uh, we thought we knew what we wanted to do and we knew how we were going to do it and then we got into it like oh uh. shit how do we go from like a 4 minute video down to a minute with the intro and, and outro and why did it not occur to us that on a typical evening we spend 4 plus hours down here right and that distills down to a couple hours at best yeah uh, usually you know 35 to 45 minutes times two in some cases times three uh-huh but those youtube shorts man they teach uh, you how to put the hammer down and fuck get it out get it done i was not prepared <laughs> for how efficient you have right. to be it's in order to things. get down to 60 seconds <laughs> it's one of those things where you think you know what you're doing but you you realize quick you yep. don't yep. and you gotta figure it the fuck <laughs> out so that was a lot of fun. Speaking of a lot of fun, we had a lot of fun at your birthday party last year. We did. I'm looking forward to this year's birthday party, and we're, what, seven months away? <laughs> so, but uh, this one here is the bottle that uh, you still have uh, roughly half of it left mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Uh, from from the, the Big 50. So tell us about it. Writers, what do we got? Writer's Tears has been on my radar for a long time, and I had just never gotten around to getting a bottle but everyone that I've talked to that is a fan of Irish whiskey, everyone says, you've got to try Writer's Tears. You've got to mm-hmm. try Writer's Tears. So I've had 
it on my list to to get to for so a while. So that's what put it on your radar was everybody's recommendations. Yeah, ever just getting recommendations from everyone. You know, their standard offering is just a copper pot still Irish whiskey. And then they have a cask strength version of that. They've got a double oaked version of that. Mm. They've got a handful of I'm other I'm surprised you things. didn't run out and get the double oaked. Again, that one has been on my list. That's the one that I had planned on getting okay. versus just their standard offering. Okay. Uh, Cause the price difference between the two was, was marginal. I mean, it was, I think five, six bucks between the two of them. But my birthday party had, had all, all the friends over and my, my good buddy Kyle uh, gifted me this bottle of Rider's Tears limited edition Marcella cask finish, and which I had not even heard of. But my goodness, this thing, I'm ready to get reacquainted with yeah. with this. Yeah, it blew us away at your party. And, you know, Kyle's Kyle's a good dude. I've had the opportunity to meet him uh, a few times now. Mm-hmm. And he's he's always, you know, cool as the other side of the pillow. Yeah. He's a cool dude. This, uh, this Writer's Tears, uh, there is no age statement. And I think most of Writer's t- Tears are no age statement. Uh, it is an Irish whiskey. It is dis- distilled by Middleton. More specifically, it is distilled by Walsh Whiskey, which is owned by Middleton. Okay. And it comes in at 90 proof, right there where we're always talking about. Yeah, right where we like it. And with Irish Whiskey, it's really no surprises at 90 proof. Right. Because I think uh, uh, tavern strength in the United States is probably not as, uh, I don't know, fight worthy as a <laughs> as an irish tavern strength i'm guessing 90 would be an average uh tavern strength for for ireland the thing that's cool about this you know we when talking about presentation uh-huh. you know we always give a little bit higher marks and accolades to the bottles that come in the tubes or yeah. the box or, or the box in the or bag the, or the wooden box yeah with like the, the old bookers thing. right which makes sense. This actually does come in a, in I've seen this on the shelf just by the bottle uh-huh. and I've also seen it on the shelf in a box. Okay. It was gifted to me not in the box. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But just reviewing this and talking about it as just a bottle without having the box with us. There's there there's so many cool things about this that I I want to make a point to kind of point out. The main label on there they have a WT cutout, uh-huh. real small at the very top corner of the label, which I think is super Looks cool. Looks like hole punched out, yeah, right there on the edge. So WT Writer's Tier. There's some some, uh, some like gold ink in the printing of this, which makes the lettering and everything stand out. The top on this, real cork, uh-huh. super nice hardwood. Top on there. Now look at that little copper band there. With a copper band and the copper medallion on Uh the top of it. That's a lot of attention to detail. A lot of detail going on. You're not even done. There's more. In the glass, there is a drop lit shape, Uh uh, a teardrop. And the neck band is hand signed and it's got the cask number, the bottle number, the, the proof. Uh, the chapter number. I need to do some research. This is chapter number five. Okay. I'm not sure what that refers to, but um, just again, cool detail. But then, uh, you know, the the main label on this is across their other offerings, pretty standard type of a template. So nice branding across their entire family of products. Like something you would see with High West, right? Right. Distillery labels. But then down towards the bottom. 
it feels like it's an extra label placed on top of it because it's actually notched out okay. so that it looks like it's separate, but it, it's not. But there is the Marsala cask finish information on there, and it says, a unique expression bursting with flavor, married in hogsheads from the stunning Florio Winery in Sicily to bring a delicate warmth and depth. Hogsheds, I guess, is a wine brand, Marcella wine brand, possibly. Complex, earthy notes, dried fruit, and candied ginger, apple, and spice. And then it's signed. So maybe that's something to look up. But, you know, again, a lot of cool details in this bottle. It's not just a standard bottle. This, you know, we talk about the bottles that are unique to the, the distiller. This is definitely one that they have made their own and have put a lot of attention in the details it says here on the interweb we were uh, talking about the hogsheads uh the name hogshead originally hogsheads okay yeah. well I'm, uh, a, I'm dumb <laughs> oh are you mis- mispronouncing that? i was you i said ho- jonathan hogshed <laughs> hogshed hogshead i thought you were just saying hogshead whatever and so uh the name hogshead <laughs> originally derives from the 15th century english term hogshead it's all spelled old english style which referred to a unit of measurement equivalent to 63 gallons, considerably larger than a modern-day hogshead, which is officially 54 imperial gallons, a standard British brewing industry measure and barrel size. So the so hogshead the, is the, the Marsala the, cask barrel. Yeah. Okay. The more you know. The more Th- you know. Thanks, Google. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it looks cool. It's got a, a nice, uh, you know, light gold mm-hmm. color to it. Ooh, it's, yeah. uh, it smells good on the nose. It's not as bright of a gold as that Nepog Castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that stuff just that stuff glowed. Yeah, this doesn't really glow, but it's still uh, still pretty. Maybe a, a little bit of a tarnished brass. Who knows? Maybe or or brass rather than gold. A lot of sweetness on the nose. Yeah, sweetness. And Some I'm, apple. Yep, indicative of Irish whiskeys. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's there's some of that um, that marsala. Yep. Um, on on the nose, that you can that you can smell some nice dried fruit. Yep. Everything you love about an Irish whiskey, you're getting right here on the nose. Plus a little bit more. It says here on your notes here, rich aroma of golden syrup, earthy notes, and dried fruits. Well, one what is golden syrup and two earthy notes <laughs> could you be any less specific does it right. smell like dirt does it smell like a gravel driveway no it doesn't smell no. like either one of those let's get some on the palate so i don't know what they're using to build those uh, hogshead casks but it definitely tastes different mm-hmm. now uh, here in kc we're definitely used to having Oloroso, uh, Oloroso, however you want to pronounce it, sherry casks, or um, or Oloroso sherry added into it. This Marsala just tastes different. Mm-hmm. It's um, I don't know, a little more rich, but it's still plenty sweet that you're getting off of there, and I I like it. It says an exceptional limited edition, marrying the taste of. Why well, do you pronounce that? Hibernia, Hibernia, and Sicily in a unique expression, bursting with flavor. Carefully finished in Marcella Hogshead, 
not hog shed, <laughs> from the stunning Florio <laughs> Winery. Hog shed, baby. <laughs> from the stunning Florio Winery in Sicily for an additional 12 months. So a whole extra year yeah. in those uh, casks. That's probably why it was no head. age statement. I would, that was, that's what was throwing me off with the no age statement. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how could that be when they have the, uh, the barrel number and all the history right there on the neck band? They know. They know exactly <laughs> what it is. Yep. They're just not telling us. Yep. This whiskey brings a delicate warmth and depth to the marriage of single pot still and single malt Irish whiskey. Bottled in forty five ABV. I think it's uh, I think it's really good. It's plenty sweet. It's got uh, lots going for it on the um, on the on the nose. That oaky wood kind of takes a back seat mm-hmm. on your uh, second and and third pull. Yeah, and um, unlike most Irish whiskeys, this covers you in like a, a warm blanket of uh, you know just golden honey flavor. Mm-hmm. That on the on the finish, that you know might give you a little bit of bite down at the bottom part of your uh, your a little your, bit your uh, your stomach tube, mm-hmm. but that just could be you know ulcers forming in our stomachs. <laughs> <who knows? laughs> the caramel, I feel like it materializes on the palate. Absolutely, I didn't really Absolutely. I didn't really pick up a, any on the nose. But yeah. it, it definitely comes in with the with the apple and that honey sweet um, mm-hmm. uh, on the finish is it it I don't know it it could be caramel it could be caramel apple mostly caramel there on the finish well yeah your your uh, your notes here on the on the palate say uh, lingering notes of caramelized apple nutty spices and wildflower honey I just read the uh, the finish notes. A sea kissed finish straight from the Sicilian shores. Yeah. So I I was going to suggest that on the finish I'm getting a little bit of a saltiness. Yeah, a light brine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still I'm still picking up on a lot of the honey, a lot of the caramel on the finish. But yeah, maybe it's subliminal, but there is a brininess yeah. on the on the tongue, like on the tip of the tongue, uh, towards the end of the finish. I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's weird. <clears throat> I don't know why. I don't know why uh, it seems to have been uh, why it rated so low, but I mean, hmm. well, it's still a high rating. Really good. Yeah, this is good. This definitely brings me back to warmer weather sitting outside. Yeah. A hot August <laughs> night, a patio table with an umbrella over us, if I yep. remember right. Yep, yep. Um, getting kind of late, not like past good. midnight late, but. Good amount of people had already called it a night. Yep. Meanwhile, hang on, let me go get the flight of Glencairn glasses. Yeah, there were still about eight of us. You poured it <laughs> yep. for... Uh, I poured eight. For um, Mr. Carlo. He was like, no, 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 no. You, you keep your good stuff. I just drink trash. <laughs> I drink to get drunk. Don't don't put, don't put give me the good stuff. Don't give me the good stuff. That's the best Carl I can come up with right now. <laughs> Carl's a good dude. We do have to have him on at some point. I think... It'd be like pulling teeth for Carl because he's <laughs> he's just not he doesn't care about all the notes he doesn't care about the history or but it, you know any I of bet that. he would give us some rocktails that would be good we need some more rocktails we do on need here. more rocktails yeah I get so wrapped up in the review that I forget about the rocktails yeah but I guess while we're on the subject of rocktails uh, you got any good uh, Irish bands that, that you like rock or metal that you've seen. I've always been a huge uh, 
dropkick. Right, fan. yeah. You said you've seen them. You brought Love. your son. Yep. And uh, almost got, like, on the... the Dad, that dude got punched in the face. <laughs> on the on the outer edge of a mosh pit opening mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. 90s pits, <clears throat> especially, you know, Hit early to mid. Than oh, man. <laughs> they do these days. Literally. They just punch you right in the fucking face. And then, Holy shit. And then everyone jumps back up with yeah. a smile on their face and yeah. back at it. They might have a goose egg on their eyebrow, but it jumps right back up. No, I d- did not understand that. Fuck that. <laughs> and then new, new Metal comes out and some of the fist fighting goes away, but it's a whole lot of push pits. Mm-hmm. And you're, um, you know, you're still fighting for your life in there. <laughs> but it's not like Slayer. You know, in the in the nineties, early two thousands, before everybody got old and t- tamed mm-hmm. down a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, good times. What about uh, oh, Thin Lizzy? You a fan of them? A little bit. I'm a little bit of a fan. Not not enough to to really know mm-hmm. their music. You know, I I know the handful of radio yeah uh, singles, but outside of that, I couldn't tell you. All right, much more right. about them. But yeah. Uh, I've gone through the catalog, and anything you hear on the radio is pretty much everything else on their CDs or on their on their albums. It's it's all catchy, witty, funny. Yeah, Phil Phil Linet knew how to write a song and also, play that bass like a motherfucker. Yep, I'm also a fan of uh, Flog and Molly's. Flog and Molly's. How about you too? Were you ever a fan of Sunday Bloody Sunday? And I was a fan of Bloody Sunday. Yeah. My boss, the guy that Joshua I, Tree that I was got probably about where I kind of started losing interest. I think Joshua Tree was I, it like eighty four, eighty three, somewhere like in there, that, like yeah. early MTV yeah, mid, days, mid eighties. Like that was um, pretty, that was a great album. That's where it started and stopped for me. Yep. Because anything after that, I'm like, I, I don't care. Yeah. Like fuck off. And by time, was it Acne Baby or whatever? no idea? Yeah, no idea. I remember uh, if anybody had a, an Apple account of any kind, they automatically got it was like a mandatory download of of one of their albums. Right, right. Now listen to that. People were pissed. Yeah, they were pissed off. I'm like, you just got don't, free music. Don't give me free music, goddamn you! I didn't tell you I wanted it. Golly, simmer down. But I listened to it. <laughs> All I right, Karen. I didn't really find anything special on that album. Nothing against them, but whatever. Whatever gives them a, an excuse to. Yeah tour again so they can play sure. those old classics for their hardcore fans and while we're talking about you two mm-hmm. uh did you see any of the uh the clips or any of the footage from the end of this last year uh the fall in vegas yeah they, that new the, structure that the new, new sphere sphere yeah uh youtube was the first concert that they had there yeah sold out uh, I, I i think i remember reading it only holds like eight Eighteen, so eighteen hundred or eighteen thousand. Yeah, it's not a it's not it, a particularly it, huge. It's not a lot, building. but it's it's a whole three sixty experience, mm-hmm. and yeah, it looks incredible. But yeah, good for yeah, them. And it's for, just called Sphere. Sphere. That's all it's called. Yep. Yeah. So I I had a work trip the middle of last summer and went out to visit our some of our developers that that live out in Vegas. And going down the highway, you you can see this ginormous sphere. The outside of it is covered in LEDs, and so they project a full 360 on the outside of it. So sometimes during basketball season, it's it's a giant basketball. Okay. At night, it's a giant moon 
that yes. act- that actually has an orbit, uh, a rotation mm-hmm. uh, on it. They need to, and I haven't seen any clips on there, which makes me believe that it hasn't happened yet, but they absolutely need to get the rights from George Lucas and they need to turn it Death into Star. the Death Star. That would be so that cool. That would be so epic. People yeah. would be losing their fucking yeah. mind. Especially if they um they did the 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 fire like when it when the laser points come sure. together and it shoots out if they had a laser that they could point probably at the sphere cuz on the outside of the sphere I don't know if you can point anything <laughs> from it to another location. Right. But like <clears throat> Make it look to where it just—it's firing. Yeah, it fires like a bunch of fireworks go off on a building, and then like that building and this building, you know, it's just like miscellaneous areas of fire getting destroyed. That would probably freak the public out, but for Star Wars nerds like myself, I'd be like, "That's awesome! That's yeah. awesome!" But it—it's incredible. And then seeing some of the footage on what it looks like on the inside, it's—I I just can't even fathom being at a concert in that place it, so epic but youtube was the uh the first concert i can fathom it because i've seen the the videos i don't want to fathom it i want to go there yeah i want to swim those waters and see just how deep i can fathom um <laughs> 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 uh, so i posted in the uh, kansas city whiskey guild uh, about this uh the the writer's tears uh, uh, Irish whiskey here, and um, I've got uh, got some input here. Nancy, the group admin and uh, group uh, expert, uh, says uh, I've tried the Writer's Tears. Very good. Brandon says if you like Writer's Tears, check out the High and Wicked Wild Rover. Same distillery, but a different finish slash blend. Great stuff all around, and totally biased as I with with H and W. But just saying, Brandon's been drinking. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon's had a, he's had a couple. So High tonight. and Wicked is another one that has been on my list for a while now. They have a lot of offerings. They, they've got rye, they've got straight bourbons. They've also have a handful of their Irish whiskeys. Uh, again, yeah, like he said, same, same distiller. Uh, distiller. Yep. So they're doing all that over there. Yeah. Well, they they're a global brand. Okay. So, so like Suntory, they, they have distilleries Suntory. over there. They also have because in order to be bourbon, it has to be distilled and aged in the U.S. Okay. So they they have multiple locations to accommodate that. But yeah, the High and Wicked is definitely on my radar and on my list. Well, I mean, sounds good. Brandon seems to think it's a great idea. <laughs> And if, if it's already on your radar, it's probably a, a, a better than great idea. But enough about them. We need to give it our assessment. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first this time. Which got uh, on the nose? On the nose, I gave it a 375. Three and three quarter. We flipped the script here. Uh-oh. <laughs> I Did gave you give it a, it a four and a quarter? I gave it a four and a half. Wow. Okay. Wow. That, that wows me more than the nose <laughs> on it did. Uh, the nose for me... It was good on the upper side of good. It wasn't. It wasn't great. I wasn't wowed by it. I think there's something about the hot August air that really, you know, opened up um, what sure what it had to offer. Uh, that might have had something to do with it, but I don't know. Uh, tonight, three seventy five. It's not. Okay. A, it's not a two and a half. It's not anything lower than that. Thank <laughs> fuck. I, because this is this is really good. Uh, 
on the uh, on the palate, I gave it a four. I gave it a four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Yeah. Once again, the palate it bloomed with all these great uh, great different uh, flavors. Everything that we said and everything here on the the online notes says here rich of aroma of golden syrup, earthy notes, and dried fruits. We picked up on the dried fruits. Yeah. Yep. Like maybe uh, nectarine or apricot, something like that. And uh, it was it was very good. Look how they spelled caramelized. I, yeah, I did notice that. How European. <laughs> on the finish, I gave it four and a quarter. I gave it a four. Okay. So you were wowed less by the finish than I was. <laughs> <laughs> on the finish, like you said, uh, your, your brain kind of um, – reverse engineering it you thought you caught a little bit of the the brininess of the salty the mm-hmm, sea salt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i wasn't sure i caught that but it was it was definitely great because it had so much of the the caramel so much of the honey yeah um, so much of that stuff and me being a big fan of super sweet things that's why i've been with jennifer <laughs> for so long um it's uh that's why it got a pretty good mark for me bottle presentation i gave it a four i could i could have probably gone to four and a quarter it's a great bottle. It's a great bottle presentation. I'm interested to hear what you gave it. I gave it four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, you were very, very interested here, like with the with the with the neck label, everything going on here with the with the parchment and that style. topper. That topper is just so the topper super cool. It's worth a, a half a point by itself, yeah. isn't it? So I, I mean, it's, it's I very, rated it too low. I know I did. It's very reminiscent of that um, Tennessee or that Tennessee. The Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know, it it, it had a a chrome or a silver band and medallion on the top of it, but same type of a st- style. Hardwood topper on there with the copper bronze mm-hmm. uh, band and then the medallion on the top of it with their logo. Mm-hmm. And I know you read this earlier, but I, it completely right over my head. You read um, the label here on the front. It says complex earthy notes again. That definition escapes me. <laughs> dried fruit and candied ginger, apple and spice. Now the candied ginger, upon reflection, mm. I could probably pick up on that because yeah. I do eat candied ginger from time to time. It's a fat boy thing. <laughs> overall present or overall, I gave it an eight. Mine came in at eight and five eighths. Eight point six two five. All right. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I think we uh, we're not we're not too far away from each other on this. No, not at all. So I wrote down here a great Irish whiskey to give to friends or to yourself. This ninety proof delight will have you coming back for a second pour. Uh, Mister nice. W two, do you have any closing thoughts on this? I like it. That works for me, and it's it, it, it's a fantastic Irish whiskey. It really is. You know, it, it's it's easy. It. It's easy drinking. Don't need an ice cube. Don't need any water. Don't need it mixed up anything. Yeah. Although I I think that would be it needs to be mixed amazing. up with good company. Mixed with good company. That's yeah. all it needs. I'll write that down. Mix well with good company exclamation mark <laughs> yeah mix well with good company yeah yeah that pretty much sums it up i think so thank you dear listener for listening to this episode and uh, all the other episodes that you do of the savor the burn podcast we're uh, we're definitely happy that you that you guys tune in and you subscribe on all the things and you leave us comments and send us messages and emails 
I guess I should drop the email. Send us an email, oh, info yeah. at savorthebird.com. If you have a um, an Irish whiskey that you think we need to try, definitely uh, send us some information on mm-hmm. that. Uh, you can also slide in the DMs <laughs> of any of our socials. Uh, you can post it directly to the pages, I think, um, or in any of our comments. But uh, preferred, go ahead and send it to uh, info at savortheburn.com or to us personally, Jonathan at savortheburn.com or W2 at savortheburn.com. And as always, no matter who you are, where you are, who you're drinking Writer's Tears with, or not, always remember, keep Keep on on burning. burning.